everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today. We are here to do one of our Hallstar interviews. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner. And Anne is here. Hi, everybody. Yes. And we are talking with Christopher Puloha, one of the most popular of all of the Hallstars. And it's our second time talking with him. So thank you so much, Christopher, for coming on the podcast. Well, hi, ladies. Thank you for having me. It's always a treat to come and talk to you. Yeah, so I was thinking about the last time we talked last December, and uh, it's one of the more memorable interviews for me because just behind the scenes, folks, because we were talking back and forth, back and forth about uh, when uh, we could have an interview, and I, I just said, what are you doing right now, this very moment? <laughs> and you were like, I'm not doing anything. I'm free. And just it was yeah. the most spontaneous <laughs> our whole podcast so. i remember it i remember it i was in vancouver i think i was staying in my, my i was in my room at the sutton place and you're like let's rock and roll and i was like all right let's do it <laughs> let's go for it <laughs> this so, one is very official we're on we're on a we're on yeah. a, a connective uh, line like a party line that's you know announces when you're recording it's very official yeah. we're, we're good to go <laughs> Yeah, we went through the agents, we everything was all Yeah, legit. you did. So you did. Was it was very impressive. You leveled <laughs> up. <laughs> so, how have you been? You've had a busy year since we last talked with you. <laughs> well, okay, since we last spoke, I was filming Mystery 101.1, so we were doing the very first installment of 101 uh -huh. with Jill Wagner and and uh since then that debuted in January to um to critical acclaim <laughs> <Rupture's> <laughs> applause. <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh people people really dug it and so they bought uh three more and so since then we've filmed mystery 101.1 uh two mystery 101.3 mystery 101.4 and then right after uh, i was on my way home for the tcas and they offered me a double holiday which is the movie that I think we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and so then the, the offer for Double Holiday came in, and, and I went. Uh, so I, it was busy. It was a, it was a 2019 was a very busy Hallmark year for for this guy. Um, I made four movies uh, for them in in a span of about as many months, and so it was um, it was a lot of work, and and I think the work is, was was pretty good. I was excited with how all the Mystery 101s turned out. Uh, and I'm really excited with how Double Holiday turned out. I think it's a wonderful film. And I think mm. it, in, in the canon of their 10th anniversary for the Countdown to Christmas on the Hallmark Channel, I think that it um, it's kind of a nice, um, I don't know, as one of the last weekends for all their films, I think it's a really beautiful film that kind of close out the little holiday season with, considering that it deals with both Hall, uh, Hanukkah and Christmas. And, mm -hmm. and the love story is really sweet. And Carly Pope is the star of it and she's fantastic mm -hmm. um, just a really really wonderful actress you guys know her from popular back in the day um and then just a ton of other stuff ever since um and she's just she's as pretty as she is generous and she is smart and she is funny and we have great chemistry and, and i think you see that in the film and it's just a fun it's just you know it's a i'm really proud of it it's another movie that, that i can hang my hat on and say this is a good one mm-hmm yeah nice. well we're very excited for it for sure have you guys seen it yet not yet. Not yet. No, this okay. weekend, I think, right? I think next week. Next, uh, next weekend. September okay. 21st. Yeah. You know, ladies, you know that you could bug Hallmark and be like, <laughs> a screener. we need a screener. We want to review this thing. And yeah. We, we need eyeballs. And you could get these things in advance if you, uh, if you press a little bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. we, we could, but we really don't have time. Because we're busy watching all the You're like, frankly, it's enough to do what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, well, there's, there's just so many movies, so many Christmas you're movies. Like, you're lucky cover. we're watching it at all, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> we did get one early because uh, it's just for timing. Uh, so we did yeah. ask for one, and they were very kind to, to help us with that. But, uh, but yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're just, we have no time to be ahead of the game. We just have to be on the game, hopefully. On the uh, game. And be well, that's, yeah. lucky enough. But, uh, so it keeps it fresh, right? Keeps it fresh. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Mystery 101, I remember in our interview, you were, you were telling me that my dad might like it because I said to oh, you yeah. that he liked detective shows. And so, yeah. you, I'll have to send you the link because he actually uh, came on the podcast and 
we were reviewed. Yeah, it, it was pretty. But we won Dan. Which yeah, is we good. won Dan good. over, good. so that's good. Yeah, and so do you feel like when you're playing in these mystery movies, do you feel like it's a kind of a different place in a different uh, a different job as an actor as opposed to doing the the rom-coms oh absolutely yeah i mean jill and i jill wagner and i are constantly aware of building chemistry and maintaining that kind of electricity between the two characters because we know that ultimately we're on hallmark and ultimately people are going to want to see us you know kiss Mm -hmm. and get together and have a relationship and be happy ever after but we're also dealing with murder and like it's darker stuff. And so we're allowed to forego, like it's the same tools that we can pull out every once in a while that we would use in the rom-coms, but we use those on special occasions. And mostly it's about like explaining the rules of this specific case, the facts, hanging the mystery for the audience to start, you know, and it really is a different machine. Like we're, we're basically laying a lot of, in acting, there's this old, um, I said this in Canada and everyone was offended because it means something totally different in Canada. But in America, we say we're laying pipe to describe dialogue, like exposition to just, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, a run of dialogue to explain what's happening. And so you find yourself on Mystery 101 uh, in a lot of exposition of like, well, so-and-so was here on this night and this night happened. And and so it's totally different than being connected to somebody and, and flirting and being bantery and mm-hmm. you know what I mean so yeah it's a different job yeah yeah that's interesting uh and so my favorite do you have a favorite of the four uh yeah I do but what's your favorite I don't my know favorite what's yours. Is, my favorite is definitely dead talk and I think I'm maybe biased because we've had so many of that cast on the podcast and <laughs> so just they've been some of my favorite interviews and so i just have to imagine that was a very fun set because we've talked to matthew james dowden we talked to preston vanderslice we talked to jill and you and to uh donna benedicto who was hilarious and we loved her and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a really good group <laughs> it was a fun group of people and matthew is awesome he's a magician in real life do you know yeah. that yeah. Oh, wow. yeah he was yeah. amazing he was yeah, he was busting to. out tricks on set. We're like, whoa, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Um, and of course, Preston's awesome and he's been in all of them. And um, yeah, that was, I feel like that, I liked the dynamic of that episode for a totally different reason because mm-hmm. we were out of my jurisdiction. Yeah. And so she and I were on a level playing field. Yeah. And it kind of, it was fun for our relationship. So it made it a little more like, Travis wasn't in charge. He was mm-hmm. a participant as much as she was. And so it became this kind of, they were equal. And it was, it was a little more interesting for me to play. And I thought it was a lot more fun. And, and, and it allowed for us to have that. We were able to build more chemistry as we went. Cause, mm-hmm. So it started to lean back into the, the juicy, fun rom-com aspect of it all versus mm-hmm. just the mystery, which was fun. So I liked that one the best too. Yeah. It How was about you, Anne? I, uh, my favorite was Anne's actually- like, this- I haven't seen a boy in a <laughs> <laughs> my favorite was the, was the second one i love the ending with the the two like the two kind of murderers and the way you guys broke it down to them kind of like no we know what happened and like i just love that whole breakdown that was so awesome i love that so the second one awesome. yeah the second one is the one about the, the play right the community theater one mm-hmm. yeah yes i think so yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. then it was like this the yeah. poison the poison in the in the shake thing Yes, yes, yes. That one was a lot of fun to make. That one was probably the most fun to make, to be honest with you guys. That one, we had this really big, robust guest cast and who were all like all-stars. They were all great. They could all step up on, on, on the day and knock it out of the park. Um, and uh, like Rika Sharma and then Matthew. Um, oh, my gosh. She's going to listen to this and be like, dude. <laughs> Oh man, Matt, um, I follow on Instagram too, but he's awesome. All of them, they were all like, all of them were amazing. And, um, and it was just a really fun, like that one was like a juicy little episode to film. Like that one in particular Mm -hmm. was fun. I didn't necessarily love the, 
the I thought it was a little soft in the way of the story, but mm-hmm. but I certainly liked um, filming it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So uh, so we we didn't get a chance to talk to you about the uh, about small town Christmas. Like, how did you feel about how that turned out uh, uh, since we talked to you before it came out? You know, I well, let, can I ask you guys how you felt about it? Since I haven't, we haven't talked about it since then. How did, did you guys like it or no? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, no, I no, really, I <laughs> no, I really did. Like, I thought it was really sweet. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. I like, liked you. And... It, was, it was okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, I liked you and Ashley. I thought it yeah. was, uh, I and I liked the whole setup of the bookstore and your weird little yes. categories that was cute yeah. and, and just the fact that you were raising your niece i think it was that sweet that right? was a sweet plot element i enjoyed yeah. that and Plucked on the heartstrings yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh yeah but uh I, but yeah you got a chance i'm sure to see it <laughs> well yeah <laughs> so, i was really pleased think? i you're like, I, what if I was like, I don't see these. I never watched them. Yeah. Um, no, I, um, I liked it a lot. And I went on a limb. I'm thinking, I'm sure you remember we spoke about this. I went on a limb and told the director, McLean Nelson, who is really great. And his wife, Claire Niedemprum, is, uh, they've been directing and producing for Hallmark ever since. That was his first. Okay. And then from then on, I think he's now directed like two or three more and she's direct his wife claire who's amazing and super talented has directed like four she just keep they just keep like and so in a year like they've just yeah. been very busy and, and so i like the way the movie turned out um from his point of view from a director's point of view and then he trusted me because i remember i did the jimmy stewart thing where i was going to add an element of jimmy stewart to it and um i feel like the biggest litmus test for these movies is the blogger on Twitter, the Twitter, the Twitter, the Twitter queen, uh, Ruth, Ruth Hill. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she, she emailed me when the movie aired and she was like, I gotta be honest with you. This wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. And, and she was kind of, you know, brutally honest with me. And she was <laughs> yeah. like, it wasn't awesome. And then it reran over the summer and she wrote me an apology and she was like, <laughs> I was really hard on it. She's like, I watched it again. And it's aged so well. It's evergreen. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite. <laughs> and I oh, think wow. that's just, yeah. I, I think that's randomly sent with, you her review. <laughs> well, no, we do. We have a. She does. She has a nice open. We have a. She just will. She'll she'll send me a little message on Twitter and and she'll say, hey, yeah. this is what I thought. And they're very sweet, you know. And I appreciate mm-hmm. them. And and um, but yeah, that one was a little. Uh, I was like, okay, thanks. And then, but the. <laughs> The fun, the fun sweetness of it all afterwards was yeah. that she came back. And I've heard that, like the dudes from uh-huh. Deck to Hallmark, they were like, yeah, when yeah. it aired, we thought it was like, it wasn't any, it didn't stand out to us. But uh-huh. now after like time, we're watching them. And <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it has, I think it has a little magic of its own, that small town yeah. Christmas. Yeah. It, it, yeah, does. it was yeah. really cute. You're BFFs with the, with our friends over at Deck the Hallmark, it seems like. <laughs> oh man, those boys are... Yeah, I mean, I think what you guys, it's like you guys, Bubbly Sesh, and Deck the Home were the pioneers of this. But I think, were you guys first? We were first of those three for sure. Yeah. We were a whole year ahead. Yeah. You guys were like light years ahead. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But do you think that you'll ever be able to win Dan over to really love a movie that you one of your movies? That's pretty hard. I don't know, man. Dan, he's such a snob. He's such a film snob. He's like, yeah. um, he's we'll intense. See. There's just, there's just too many elements in the Hallmark world that, that. Um, so, do you know that big trend that was kind of it bubbled last year, and then it, I, I haven't really heard a lot about it, but like the there was like a fascination with Korean television. Oh yeah, Korean, K-pop. Korean, yeah. Yeah. And there was this whole kind of like, there were these tropes, and they had to there was a giggle and there was a kiss and there was a hand mm-hmm. on the mouth. And there was like all these little tiny things that the actors had to do and it excited the audience. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Hallmark has those same, it's a, it's a universe unto itself and there are certain milestones that you have to hit. And I think that those things 
irritate Dan on a level that he'll never come around to any of them. And I think <laughs> yeah. he can appreciate a movie within the framework, but I think the framework itself deeply disturbs Dan. I think you're right. Cause it just seems like he just, he can never truly actually like anything. And I think that's why I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Sorry. Sorry, Dan. Sorry. Dan, you're fired, we- Dan. You're out. <laughs> Well, at least we're here to, uh, we like, I would say that I like probably 70% of the movies that Hallmark makes. Of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm definitely Have you guys not... ever, do you talk about, do you ever talk about the ones you don't like? Oh, yeah. Oh, Rachel's Frequently. very honest. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can be Rachel's really like honest. <laughs> what about, like, this is a, this is a little, uh, this is a little, yeah. uh, uh, tender of a territory for me to step into, but are there certain actors or actresses? Like I call act, I call actresses actors. So when I say actors, I mean, uh-huh. um, when you, are there certain ones where you're like, like every time you're just like, no, <laughs> no. Just, uh, I don't want names. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to tell you. Names, but. but there are sometimes. Yeah. For me, at least there yeah. are some. Yeah. 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 How about you, Anne? Uh, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I, I do have some that I like better than others, like anybody, but I, I, it's not a big as, as big a deal as it is for some that they will just be like, oh, I, I, I'm not going <laughs> to like this movie, <laughs> but uh, I, I do, there's certain tropes that are really hard to win me over on. Like, I am so tired of save the, save the farm, save the... <laughs> Like those stories just are not interesting to me 99.9% of the time. And right. uh, cause there's no right. stakes. There's no way that the store is going to close. So I don't, right. you, you know, know how just, it's going to end. I right. don't care. And <laughs> so those, those are hard. I say I'm a harder, harder sell on the Hallmark television shows and we cover them and I, I try to have fun with it and have an open mind. But I just, what I find very palatable in a two-hour movie that's escapism and fun and everything, when it's stretched out over the course of a season, they, it's much more frustrating to me than, uh, yeah. than a movie. But, uh, yeah. you know, I, it's my jo- I, I basically look at this is my job, and I try to, to make it fun and light. And, uh, and uh, so, you know, if I obviously don't like it, I hopefully it's still something that's fun to listen to. <laughs> but we, I mean, but we accept, we accept these tropes on like almost yeah. every program we watch. Like I'm downloading yeah. Yeah. my wife and I are with the kids. We're watching gossip girl. And oh, there show. are so many things that repeated, like so yeah. many themes that repeated on gossip girl that like, if you were a, you know, a devotee of the series, you'd be like, why does every single person leave at the end of a conversation? Like they always <laughs> yeah, make sure. it. Yeah. They always walk off and then someone else walks in. I mean, it's like, it is so yeah. like, and it's almost like it becomes this little, the rules of the universe. Right. And, so and I think what's smart about Hallmark is that they've, they've actually got rules. Like they, mm-hmm. here's my new theory about Hallmark. It's really just one program and each movie is a new series of that same program. Mm-hmm. So that when you turn on to the Hallmark channel, you're watching the Hallmark program. Like you're literally watching, you know what you're about to watch. And then each movie is a new episode of the same program. So you're basically just yeah. streaming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess the thing about the television shows is if you're watching a multi-episode television show you want them to dive deeper into characters than a two-hour silly movie and when they don't and everything just stays kind of surface level it can be a frustrating experience for me because and a lot of times they dangle out that oh we're gonna get it we're going to there's going to be a satisfying reveal or there's going to be particularly in Chesapeake Shores uh and and then they don't and they don't give anything satisfying. So then it's very frustrating for me. And I'm like, I, why am I wasting my time on this television series if I'm not oh, going to no. learn anything <laughs> about any of these characters? And it's all just going to stay, right. you know, and that's, the, that's the whole right. benefit supposedly right. of television is that you. Right, can, right. Is, yeah, it's a deeper dive, right? Yeah. You really get to explore these characters. And so that's um, where I get a little frustrated. It's more the television shows than, than the movies. I, but there's still, I would say 70-30, I think is, is fair. And I think, 
I think that's a pretty uh, objective <laughs> amount yeah. to be covering something. I don't, yeah. I don't, if I any, mean, if anybody just likes everything, then that's not yeah. interesting to me. And I'm also right, not interested. I'm not interested right, in somebody right. that just hates everything either. Like both of that is, that's not, that's not interesting to me. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. We are delighted to be working with the folks over at StoryWorth. And what they do at StoryWorth, it's really a cool service. It helps you to tell the story of your loved ones. It basically kind of helps you to write their memoirs. And, you know, we all have these, these loved ones and they have so many stories uh, of their life. And a lot of them we probably haven't even heard before, or we heard them a long time ago and we never wrote it down. And so what they do is every week they send you an email uh, that uh, is a prompt uh, that uh, will ask you a question about their childhood or their uh, experiences, uh, like a memorable experience, a memorable uh, holiday, uh, all just different kinds of prompts that would get them to be, uh, to get them talking. Like for instance, you might say, what have been some of your life's greatest surprises or what's one of the riskiest things you've ever done? And hopefully it will get them talking and, uh, and either you're, you can be interviewing or they can be typing up their memory. And so what happens then at the end of the year, they compile all of these interviews into a very attractive, very uh, nice book that then you can purchase additional copies of, you can, uh, you can have for your, uh, your records and just enjoy. Yeah, right. Right now you go to storyworth.com slash hallmarkies, get a $20 off of your first purchase. So it's a great deal. It's going to be a really special thing for you and your family. And uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. Interesting. Now is Chesapeake Shores, is it going to go on for another season? Do we know? We don't know. They haven't announced. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know. Oh, so we wait until January. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's, not, it's just not, Amelia, not for me. Amelia. Yeah. Amelia is a friend of mine because um, we did Hearts at Christmas together and she's pregnant. Yes. She's having a baby. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I saw a picture the other day. She's, she's getting ready to pop soon. <laughs> well, all she's, the... she's ripe with child. All <laughs> yes. the child. Practically yes. all the, the female characters on Just Make Shores, the actresses got pregnant this year. So yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Ori and they Amelia just saw... and Lacey, they all, they drank the Kool-Aid. They made a pact. Yeah. And I genuinely, like, I genuinely do love the cast. I just don't think it's very well written. And I, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings saying that. That's just my opinion. I, I just find it a frustrating show to watch. But. Well, uh, <laughs> maybe the writers will hear this and they will know that they've got like however many episodes left. And what if all of a sudden Chesapeake Shore just becomes this like deep dive of emotional like searingly oh, searingly brutal it. truth that would be really good i wish <laughs> just something you know i'm actually but... i'm actually gonna go in i i can't talk about so i pitched on um on deck the hallmark i'm not taking uh -huh. credit for this christmas concert that's taking place on hallmark on the 23rd yeah but i will say that i did pitch it on deck the hallmark like two months ago and it's happening <laughs> yeah. and i am going to go in and pitch something on the 20th Ooh. And uh, so I don't want to talk about what I'm going to pitch, Ooh. but it is a deep dive. It's, it's like, I do feel like there is room on Hallmark, whether it's movies and mysteries or whether it's their new Hallmark drama. Uh -huh. I do feel like there is room for these movies um, to, to, to start to wrap around deeper, mm -hmm. which does not mean um, it is not to be confused with like, like other conversations that are happening about that network. I'm talking yeah. about matters of the heart. Yeah. And mm -hmm. because I think that the, I think that they do like when you bring up a dead person and your sadness around the holidays because of that, that's a real thing that people mm -hmm. feel Sure, yeah, yeah. like that's a real thing. And so mm -hmm. what they're tapping on, but they, but the way they deal with it is very like, it's a superficial treatment of the emotion of grief or it's a superficial mm -hmm. treatment of, but they're still acknowledging the fact that, I mean, when you start yeah. breaking down Hallmark, you know, it is about like broken families trying yeah. to come, trying to get fixed again, or grief that you're 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 overwhelmed with grief and you're trying to heal. Um, and so the things that they deal with, they are like big, they are big things. It's just they're handling them in a very light and easy kind of palpable way. It's like peanut yeah. butter and a pill, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
they they have but the been, thing i'm pitching is yeah yeah go ahead i don't know sorry they had they have had actually quite a bit of those kinds of movies this season with characters dealing with grief it's been kind of this mm-hmm. interesting theme <laughs> this, this season mm-hmm. uh which which i've really i've thought has has been good and i feel like they've had a pretty good slate this uh, i i actually would i would love for them to actually yes do those deeper things but i would also love for them to come back and do some more sort of screwball comedy type movies too like mm. maybe have a little bit of a balance because i do think like we we're about that. to lose the farm no let me let me I, i'm gonna i'm gonna do a little surprise i'm gonna do a little surprise um uh we're gonna do a surprise uh, sh- uh, moment here on the podcast Give me your flash so far. It is officially today. It's uh-huh. December 11th. Are we on the 11th yeah. today? Is that right? Yeah. Yes. So we're December 11th, 2019. We are three quarters the way through, right? There's yeah. only two weekends left of their countdown yes. to Christmas. So you've, have you basically watched all of them up to this point? I have. I don't know if Anne has. I, I've watched all but like three, which is probably tells what, you th- what I think about those three, but yeah. <laughs> I've watched pretty much. Yeah, long. you're like. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna, my comment on that, my review is the fact that I will not watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so for the two of you, because I can't play this game, I've been, uh-huh. I, 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 I'm excluding myself from this, but for you two, um, top three so far. Okay, so for Hallmark, uh, my favorite has actually been. Uh, Christmas Town with Candace Cameron Bray. I didn't expect it to be, but it was so good. I thought that uh, that the sort of message about adoption was really well done, and I thought that it had a ton of Christmas uh, feels in it. And I I liked the her and that guy who her leading man who I'd never seen before. I thought they really worked well, and it just and she had these letters from her dad who had passed away when she was yeah. a little girl and uh that he had written uh it for different times of her life and every time she read one of those letters it was so good i thought and yeah i know i just really liked it so that was my favorite and then uh two turtle doves which is another movie actually dealing with grief that was Mm -hmm. written by sarah montana who is uh, one of my favorite interviews that we've ever done and she's phenomenal person (laughs) and i think that michael rady and nikki dulich had wonderful chemistry and it was just very well done um and then my third favorite is the cherished memories gift to remember two rare really good hallmark sequel uh that didn't have like the couple break up or any kind of ridiculous (laughs) shenanigans um it was very it really got into the core of gift giving at christmas and 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 how important that is and to to uh to really showing the person that you love that love through this thoughtful gift and um three, and, three, yeah so those are my three favorite let's go cool. who was in that third one that one has uh ali liebert and peter porte and it's okay. this, the yeah, first one know, was excellent yeah, and okay. uh, so the sequel was uh-huh. very good so that was cool that was and what about what about you Anne? Uh, my top three would be um, Two Turtle Doves, which is, you know, obviously really great, like Rachel Nikki said. And, yeah, yeah and Nikki and Michael, just so great. And um, I loved they're right awesome. before. I know them both, and they're sweet people. Yeah. They seem like they would Michael be so well. sweet. Nikki was my roommate twice at two oh, different really? points in her life. Oh, yeah, wow. That's crazy. She lived with us really in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. And she lived with us in Hawaii, and then she lived with us for a little stint uh, when uh, after North Shore was over in, in L.A. for like six months or something. Oh wow! Place to stay for the, yeah. Um, she's a sweetheart. I love her. Um, okay, sorry. So Turtle Doves is your number one. That's yes. That's and then uh, okay. I really liked Right Before Christmas. It was a multi-story line with Chad Michael Murray and Tori Devito. Um, so that okay. one was really good. And then also the third one is Check Into Christmas with yeah. Wes Brown and Rachel Boston. That banter was so yeah. good. It was just so funny. Yeah, I just enjoyed that movie. So it was, it was, it was, really it was good. very good. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was funny. It was uh, very funny. And, yeah. And those yeah. two are great. I like Wes Brown and I like <laughs> Rachel. They're both yeah. really cool. I've gotten to know them in this like this Hallmark universe. And so we'll go to the TCAs and you see these same 
the same people. And then you, you start to gravitate towards like, like I've never met Lacey Chabert. At, at the TCAs. I've just never met her. It's from when my wife was on these were lives years ago. So I've known Allie forever. Um, obviously Nikki and I have known each other. Autumn Reeser and I know each other. But then people I've met there are like Wes Brown and Rachel Boston. And there's this this other crew, yeah. Debbie Gibson <laughs> of all people. And I, and one day I went to text one Debbie and ended up texting <laughs> Debbie Gibson one morning. And she's like, I think you got the wrong Debbie. And I'm like, sorry. Funny. <laughs> um, also... <laughs> I, I have to Debbie say, Gibson. from Lifetime, Twinkle All the Way was the best. And I yes. I just absolutely. Now, that one is with my Brian boy. Brian McPartland. Who, who's the guy in that? Brian McPartland. Yeah. He's the awesome. best. He's and Sarah Drew, guy. I just absolutely love her. And yeah, that one was very good. It was so good. Very <laughs> Anyway, so yeah. So they filmed Muse, Muse Entertainment, which is the company that's bringing uh, mm-hmm. Double Holiday to everybody. Um, produced Twinkle All the Way, and so they had, they had just filmed and left when we started filming. Mm. Oh, okay. Makes me even more excited because it was so good. I I absolutely loved it. But yeah. it, anyway, well, the reason I ask, ladies, is because I'm I'm fully expecting Double Holiday. <laughs> Hey, it's like it's it's one of my most anticipated and i'm so excited because like you said it's super late in the season so i'm gonna be with my family by then so we're gonna all watch it together so i'm really excited about it yeah i mean you really don't have to sell us on it because not only does the plot sound great and you're in it but also it's written by our very good friend nina wyman who yeah Yeah, nina nina is amazing Good. Dollywood. Yeah. 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 Is that yeah. Good? You guys She's been on our podcast. She was our very first interview oh. that we ever had. Uh, and yes. And really? she's been on our podcast four times, five coming up soon. And we love her so much. And she always elevates anything that she does. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, she really does. Yeah. She's a gifted writer. And so I'm really looking yeah. forward to yeah, I'm, really I'm, I'm anticipating uh, some witty banter because that's what Nina's the best at. There will be, yeah, there will be some good witty banter. <laughs> yeah. There is. There's a lot of, it's funny. I like the fact that it, it plays both the comedy and then it hits into the heartstrings. And so there's like, you'll, you guys will like it. I'm expecting That's... a full, um, uh, a full review on my DM, Ola Ruth Hill, <laughs> after. Um, on the okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do want to ask you about a couple of non-Hallmark projects. Um about uh, yeah. the Run the Race movie, which I watched and, and I very much enjoyed. And I was just wondering, like, as a faith-based movie, does that set have, like, a different feel to it or a different kind of tone when you were working on that? Yeah, it does. What, you ha- what happens on a faith-based film is that you tend to, uh, if anyone has a potty mouth, they tend to curb that. <laughs> and when you walk into the trailer in the morning, the two girls that were doing hair and makeup were little Christian girls. And so the music that was playing mm. in the morning was like, Christian. you know, Christian like praise mm-hmm. music. And, and so that's very okay. different. Um, and then if you are a Christian, you know, it's such a part of your life and you talk about yeah. it with other people who believe the same thing that you do. You talk about it very freely and very easily. And it's like, it's not weird. Yeah. Like, that would you know, be so nice. Thing, yeah. You know? And so when you're on a normal set, you tend to curb that kind of conversation mm-hmm. and when you don't it's you know you're specifically saying hey this is my belief system and I'm, uh, the reason you're talking about it is usually because there is a need to and, and otherwise you're just acting it out mm-hmm. and to shine light. okay um but yeah so that was a real pleasure and robbie tebow who's tim tebow's brother you know we got to meet so my kid has a dog named tebow <laughs> and has had for years uh-huh. and and asked when he was a little tiny boy we were driving on sunset and he said daddy do you ever think I'll, I'll ever get to meet Tim Tebow? Aww. And I said, baby, I don't know. It's a small business. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a small town. Like when you're in a business and I know that he comes out to LA a lot. And I said, no, there's a chance that we'll, we'll get to meet him. And um, now totally unrelated. He was training to play for the Eagles, I believe. Um, uh, it might've been for the Eagles. Anyway, it doesn't matter, but he was training for, for preseason. And we happened to find out where he was. Had already met him. So there was, there was a chance encounter that happened that I was like a rock star dad and one of my coach and said, Hey, my kid's <laughs> dog. Anyway, and Tim let us watch him practice for like an hour and a half. And oh my gosh. Talk to him. 
signed his shirt, gave him a bracelet off his wrist, like this sweaty oh, bracelet. Oh my that kid gosh! Kept on his, oh, that's yeah, so for nice. Two years. So Tim, Timmy's an amazing man, like an amazing. Oh yeah. Man. Nothing but respect. But when I did the film, you would have thought that I was playing Batman. Like it was. My kids are more excited for that. <laughs> than they were if I was a superhero. And they were like, really? and so the Tebos flew us to Florida. We watched a football game in their box. And like, like uh. it was official. Like there was a, you know, like they're awesome through and through. Um, so that was a very cool experience. That whole thing was oh, awesome. Wow, and and, and awesome. what's amazing about Hallmark, to bring it back to you guys, <laughs> is that you guys and the rest of the fans um, are so supportive that the numbers came in the box office and the producers were able to somehow break it down based on maybe social media mm-hmm. um hashtag use or whatever but there was so many links between my hallmark audience and people who were going and buying tickets to the movie that they came up mm-hmm. and said your audience is like really making supporting a you yeah office. wow yeah, like it was awesome so yeah that was huge that was a big deal for me oh that's awesome yeah i mean it was it was really good i just really enjoyed it and it was it was hard for me to see you like that i won't lie to see you kind of in a a darker harsher i'm sure it was fun to play but um yeah it was it was different because you were kind of like a dad who wasn't there for his kids and yeah it was kind of a drinking problem and a jerk and i'm just like oh this is not warm and fuzzy palaha so um, (laughs) where's the chris where's palaha (laughs) i know but i was still i was so excited when i saw you on the screen i was like oh this is so awesome um but yeah i bet that was kind of fun to play oh yeah of course yeah i mean i feel like there's a there's a challenge as an actor like i have to represent both sides of the coin i think Mm -hmm. my job is to show people you know, what it's like to live in grace and love and kindness, but you also sometimes have to show a life without that, you know, and, and yeah. a life that's ripe for redemption. And I think that's a part of my job. I mean, there are going to be roles I play that are going to be very controversial, I'm sure. And I think the more yeah, I yeah. step out and the more I talk about it and the more I do Hallmark, like the more I do the light, bright, shiny stuff, like it's going to stand in contrast. So when I do step into those darker things, it's going to be more jarring, mm-hmm. which is interesting and a, and a nice tool to have in the, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. For me to so, be able to use, I just have to use it wisely. I can't. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't want any more angry emails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, Didn't like that. <laughs> um, so this is totally random, but I was just thinking. So you you sent out this Instagram a while back uh, on the set of When Calls the Heart, but I feel like there was yes. no payoff on that. What what was that? Oh yeah. Yeah, there was me being goofy, and like I did this thing. <laughs> And I was like, hey, guys, welcome to the blah, blah, blah. And man, oh, man, if it didn't go off and have its own life. And Jill oh Wagner gosh. was like, Palaha, you're an idiot. She's like, what did you just do? And I'm like, I don't know, Wagner. I had no idea that it was going to go. That thing went viral. And it was like, like a link. Several, several different news outlet, outlets like reported that there was going to oh be my a, gosh. one calls the heart, Mystery 101 crossover, and was it going to be the cast? Yeah, I be, saw that. You know, and I was literally just joking. I was making a joke. And so I tried to like, I was like, is know, there some kind of flashback? Or something yeah, like. No, it was. The whole valley? I apologize. I was making a joke. I was. I was just, you know, that was a classic Palaha move. Uh, that's, that's really funny. I was like, are we going to get yeah. a surprise appearance from Travis in Hope Valley? Like, how's this going to work? I don't know. No, I know. Well, how cool would that be, though? I was like, there's a no. time travel. Yeah, I don't know. It's goofy. It was me. <laughs> okay, well, uh, Rachel and I are both enormous Wonder Woman fans. So yes. we have got to ask you about wonder woman 1984 and yeah you do what i mean what (laughs) i really really we're so excited um you know what was it like to work on an enormous set like that and if you can tell us about your role in that we would love to know okay i would love to share with you guys um i can't i'm not at liberty to say okay okay. an ironclad uh uh, (laughs) non-disclosure agreement but um there is an awesome trailer out there so people can go and watch yeah. it. And then what I will say about it is that Patty Jenkins is probably the, not only is she the most loyal and just decent uh, yeah. director working today, but I think she's probably one of the smartest and talented. Um, she's just 
brilliant and was able to pull together the first movie I thought was brilliant and beautiful and wonderful. And I took my 91 year old grandmother, my mom and dad, my wife and our three kids. And at the age Jude was six and like to a person, we loved it. Um, and I wrote her this sweet little note because I'd auditioned for her before and, and didn't quite get the role. And she sent me this really lovely email expressing how badly she wanted to cast me and how the network wouldn't let her and how frustrating that was. And so I had this thing that I could reply to. And she wrote me back the same weekend. It was just like, you know, thank you so much for your sweet note. That means a lot to me. And then as she was crushing all these records, I just sent another little email. I was like, you're crushing it. I'm just rooting for you. And then called me in in February, and I happened to get this part, which is when you see it, you'll just really be tickled by it. It's a, it's a, little, it's a little thing. Um, it's not like a main part or anything, but it's like it's definitely pivotal, and it's definitely um, – was such a treat and working with Gal Gadot who is oh, oh my gosh love her so yes. funny and intelligent and just generous like we just they invited me to sit behind the monitors which is where the directors if you're ever on a set all the producers and directors will sit behind the monitor and usually the stars can sit behind the monitor too mm-hmm. um and usually if you're a guy in my position in that movie in particular, um, you would come and you'd go to the green room. Like you're invited to only to come to set when they need you. But Patty and Gal were like, come, here's a chair, come sit behind the monitors with us. And so for the all, every day that I was on set, I was literally hanging out with Patty and Gal and Chris Pine. And um, it was a really cool, just a really cool uh, experience to work on. And when you have $230 million to make a movie, Jeez. it's like, <laughs> She just snaps her fingers and anything she can imagine appears like within the hour. They're like, here's that flying car you needed. Or here's yeah. the, that's oh not a teaser. There's God. no flying car. <laughs> but I, just, I said that and I was like, oh, wait a minute. She has one. But she doesn't. Um, um, uh, but like anything, like any set, yeah. any kind of, it was really remarkable. And obviously we wow. shot in London and that was amazing to go to London and play. And um, yeah, really, really fun highlight of my highlight of my career so far. It was a real amazing. treat to be part of it. I will have to I will have to just contain myself in the movie theater and not yell and point and scream your name because I'm I know I'm gonna want to do that. So I'm I better, that guy. I my, that I'll guy. just I'll just try to lean to my husband and say, Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, when I go see you. <laughs> yeah, if they need any podcast you... coverage, we're there. <laughs> the You're there. Right. Yeah, I'll be there. Sorry. Yeah. I I'm not, I know this sounds like hyperbole, but it it's really true. That movie meant so much to me i actually wrote a whole article about how uh, wonder woman helped me believe in god more and it sounds crazy it's a wow. super movie, but it's true uh just the the what happened to her as she came to realize that the frailty of man and yeah. they, they were the ones causing this this horrible war and it wasn't aries and how devastating that was for her and it just made me think about how God is is sitting up there thinking about his children doing these yeah. horrible things to right. each other and how mm-hmm. devastating that must be yeah. for him. And and I every time I watch it, I just get so emotional. Well, it, and I'll take it even further. You don't have to have superpowers to to then let God's light shine in this world. And I think mm-hmm. especially as we move into the Christmas season, you know, I have this new my little, my little, I'm going to tweet something closer to the holiday, but I think as Christians, our job is to be like that star, you know, the star that brought the wise men to, to, to the, to the stable to find Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, like we're called to be light in darkness. And it's funny when December gets dark, we light, we wrap our houses full of light and it's light trying to ward off the darkness. And, and what Wonder Woman was, and I remember watching that movie being like, dude, it's like, that's our job. Our job is to stand up every day and kind of fight off darkness with mm-hmm. the light that we have inside of us through God, right? And and, to, and he can't do anything unless through us, right? I mean, he can't, he's God, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have in, to the, choose... in, the, in the rules of our universe, like we are each other's, rather, we're either each other's, like, like, prison wardens or were the ones who set each other free by how we act and how much kindness and how much grace and how much love we share and show and you have to choose love sometimes even when the world is going you have to choose to love sometimes yeah well i mean isn't cynicism like the easiest so easy to be 
cynical. It's so easy to turn and start like nitpicking and nagging and um, having yeah. contempt for things. It's so easy to fall into that versus like, okay, I'm going to choose to be really positive right now. I'm going to choose to, yeah. um, I'm going to choose to be nice. I'm going to choose to be kind. That's yeah. And I think so you're going to cool. like, for that reason, number two, um, Again, Patty's theme is love. I think her whole mission in life is, I don't know what her religious point of view is. I'm not sure. Um, we did have some conversations about it, so I know more than I'm saying. But um, I know that, that the themes of her movies tend to be broken people or broken situations and scraping through to find the redemptive quality within that. And so, you know, in what she's doing with the Wonder Woman, I just, I mean, yeah, I was, I was like you, I love that film. I didn't um, so write a paper on it or anything. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, I did write I... a letter that got me into the second one. I mean, yeah, that's more yeah. powerful. But I, I also, my, uh, I wrote some articles for the Desert News here in Utah. And I, yeah. one of them was my most anticipated for uh for hallmark christmas this was in august and double holiday was one of my top three Boom. Most Ma made Boom. it in there <laughs> yeah <Boom. laughs> so it's pretty love exciting it. yeah i had love two it. turtle doves which i loved and then i had right before which, christmas which, which was solid i liked it and then and then yeah. double holiday is my top double three. holiday well i hope we don't disappoint i have a feeling that you will you like it, but I do, yeah. I do want to know your thoughts. Like, let me know. Let me okay. know afterwards. We will. Yeah, we one will. Over. So yeah, we like to end with some silly questions. So the, the first one is what is your favorite holiday drink? Mm. Um, eggnog. Okay, good. What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Okay. So my wife every year makes these little, um, sugar cookies they're super basic sugar cookies and the kids get to direct it, decorate them and we leave them out for santa claus of course and so mm -hmm. those have been a staple for my life for the past 15 years so yeah. i've got to go with my wife's christmas cookies <laughs> Sounds nice. good. Mm. okay what is your favorite christmas song or carol oh gosh that's a good question um it's, it's ding dong the christmas song <laughs> written by yours truly have you heard it yet ladies no I have no <laughs> you gotta go to my instagram page and listen to the song okay okay we um, will. <laughs> no, I, no i'm seriously we wrote we, i wrote this crazy little ditty um and now my kids we like it goes on it goes out to the world and i've actually finished it and i will have like a full thing next year which is going to be fun for me wow. i don't know how fun it'll be for the listeners but um <laughs> it's in your head like a like a nail being driven but i think silent night is probably my favorite like official that silent night or little drummer boy are my two faves mm. no good choices yeah those are good, good. okay do you have a favorite classic christmas movie uh it's a wonderful life yeah it's so yeah. good classic. all right what is your favorite holiday tradition decorating the tree or going caroling or some tradition like that okay um there's a bunch that i could say say but something recently has come to mind that so my wife and i um every year we will go to the mall which here in la happens to be this place called the grove mm -hmm. and get our picture taken with santa claus yeah and we literally have a photograph from every Christmas that we've ever been together. Aww, and so you watch so my kids get older every year. And she used to dress them in these ridiculous little like French clown outfits, like those frilly little Southern baby yeah. outfits. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And, uh, and then, and I said, you can do this until they're like five and then you've got to stop like three and, but, and she's like How about, like one more year and it's like oh and then you know as soon as they could start to have an opinion of their own they, they got to work cooler stuff but um i think that's my favorite tradition we do that every year very good all right uh who do you prefer scrooge or the grinch mm. um they both are near and dear to my heart but i'm gonna have to go with the grinch all right very mm. good Okay. I had, little, I had a little Grinch stuffed animal when I was a kid. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's cute. Okay. Do you like clear lights or colored? I like clear lights. I like the white. It seems more like snow and it's cleaner. And 
I grew up in Reno, Nevada, which is like lots of neon, lots of color. And so whenever I see a lot of flashy, colorful lights, I always think of the strip. I'm like, eh. mm-hmm. but the white. Yeah. The... Very cool. Okay. Uh, would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman? Um, man, you're digging it. These are hard questions. Because <laughs> they're both deep, amazingly you know. fun. Like, I love a snowball fight. Like, I love a snowball fight. But then we also used to make these amazing snow figures, like sharks and tigers and snowmen. And, Whoa. Um, I will always do both. I okay. have to, I guess the honest answer is I'm an equal opportunist when it comes to snowballs and snowmen. <laughs> snow activities. Very good. Okay. <laughs> do you consider yourself a good gift wrapper? Um, yes, because I was terrible and I got good at it. <laughs> yeah, good. You learned. Um, okay. Last question. Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? I know you're there in California, so maybe not. But... Yeah, I do have, but my wife doesn't think it's very ugly. It was like my dad's ski sweater. So my dad's, say that thing. <laughs> my dad's ski sweater, when he was like a young man in the seventies, he bought this, this Woolrich kind of looking like just this awesome seventies wool mock necked sweater. And, uh, I bust that out, but my wife's like, that's not an ugly sweater. It's just old. It's an like, old ski sweater, but it's not an ugly Christmas. Sweater. I'm like, it's not. yeah, it is. It's <laughs> like it works. So, according yeah. to her, it doesn't qualify, but to me, it's my ugly sweater. Yeah. Very okay. good. All right. Well, you passed the test. You keep making Yay. We can do it again. We can do it again next time. Okay. Yes. Well, thank you so much. You're just always such a delight to talk with. Yes. uh, We're very excited for your new movie. And do you have social media that you'd like to share? Um, Sure. You can come follow me at Polahaha on Instagram, which is P O L A H A H A, or at Chris Polaha on Twitter. Great. Uh, well, thanks again, and I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Yes, thank Merry you, Rachel, Christmas. and thank you, Anne. It was lovely yes. to talk to you, ladies. Enjoy your holiday season. Yes. Merry Christmas. All right, Merry Christmas. same to you. All right, Bye. we'll talk soon. Bye. Yes. All right, bye.